Hey, Pete the Planner here. Um, listen, I've been working on something for 15 years, and I'm so excited to introduce it to you. It is called Hey Money, and the whole point of it is this. You should not have to pay thousands of dollars a year to talk to a financial expert about your financial life and to get answers to the questions that you so badly need. And that is why we created Hey Money for about 20 bucks a month. We can help you with all aspects of your financial life, short of investment decisions. That's right. I'm just telling you how it is. Don't call us and say, hey, should I invest in this or that? That's not what we do. And let's be honest, those aren't the questions that keep you up at night. We can help you figure out how to get out of debt, to pay for college, how to uh, put together a budget, how to do all sorts of things. If you like this show, which of course you do, that's why you're listening, then get Hey Money. And I've got a special offer code, 10% off radio. Use the offer code radio for 10% off for podcasts and radio listeners only. Go to callheymoney.com. That's callheymoney.com, offer code radio. Good day. You're listening to Pete the Planner. This week on the Pete the Planner Show, we're here to answer your money questions. That's how the show works. Email us, askpete at petetheplanner.com. That's askpete at petetheplanner.com. Joining me as always is Damien Dunn, no relation. Dame, you can tell my pipes are not as silky and smooth as always this week. Yeah, I bet you're trying to save your voice a little bit, and that is probably bringing tremendous amount of joy around the Pete the Planner household. Oh, man. So it has been a rough voice week. We also launched Hey Money this week, our uh, professional financial problem-solving service. Here's the thing. I've been doing this radio show for 10 years. I've been writing a newspaper column for like six or seven. I get hundreds of emails a week asking for help. Well, now you can get help. It's $20 a month. You will be matched with someone like Damien or Gold Star Gale or the Queen of the Desert, uh, Chris, and people you hear on this show, and they will walk you through your financial life with your real information. If you'd like to check it out, you can do so with a discount code, offer code radio. So go to callheymoney.com. That's callheymoney.com, offer code radio for 10% off. Dame, have you had fun answering questions this week? It's been a treat. Uh, we're getting people from uh, all over the place, uh, lots of local folks, obviously, but uh, man, some some great questions, some people who are uh, trying to just make themselves better, and some people who are genuinely trying to dig themselves out of an issue. So we're, we're getting folks from all over the spectrum, and we're able to help and, and influence their lives. It's It's pretty amazing. My favorite part is when someone is a listener of this program, and then they recognize Gail or Kristen or you, and they get excited. That makes me laugh. Well, I mean, it makes me happy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. Dame, here's this first week's. Uh, actually, you know what? Let's not go to questions, right? Let's go to, hey, did you see the market this week? Is something going on? I don't know. I mean, we're, we're recording this segment, this show, Friday morning before the market opened. Uh, up to that point, it had gone down over 3,000 points for the week. That seems bad. Uh, maybe. I mean, yeah, it's not comfortable for sure, but it's, uh, I can see why some people might be a little, uh, shook by that performance. You know, I'm it's, it's, so there's three things you could conceivably be worried about right now. And I'm just curious where you're at with them. The three things are your own family's health and safety. All right. That's number one. Number two, your financial standing as it relates to your investment. And then number three, the economy at large. So Scale of 1 to 10, 10 being very worried, 1 being you don't care. 
let's start with you, Dame. Family, health, and safety. Scale of one to ten. Where are you? Uh, one. Do you say one was don't care? Yeah, one. You don't care about your family's health. Oh come on, that's not what you meant. And you know it. You're no, that's what you to... said. That's what you said. <sighs> you, you, okay, so you are at one. I I am not in fear for my family's health and or safety. How about okay, that? Okay. So, all right. So here's here's where I'm at. I'm I'm at probably a six on that. Well, you're sick well, right now. You pr- you well, probably have cor- you probably help. have corona. Hey, now let's not joke. Um, here's the thing. I fly around on airplanes a lot. And so my level of risk is exponentially higher than yours. You know That's what I true. Mean? When's, your, when's your next trip? A couple of weeks. Ooh, that could be like prime Corona time. See, look, I can tell by your tone that you don't have the level of concern that I have about that. I, I, we also I'm, had someone in our office in London last week, and we have someone going to Hawaii next week. That is true. Yeah, see, I'm telling you. Yeah, maybe maybe I'll uh maybe I'll just avoid the office for a few months. Our guy going to Hawaii, I'm gonna be like, you know what? Why don't you work from home for a couple months? He could extend his vacation and, and work uh work from Hawaii. They've got internet over there. He'd go broke in like an hour. That place is so expensive. I know. But you know, he's uh he's successful. He's doing all right. And then how about your investments, where are you? One to 10, 10 being you're freaking out one, you d- you just don't care based on what's happened this week. One. I'm also a one. I, I, I really don't care. It is, I mean, I feel bad for people who are, you know, a couple years from retirement. Yeah. Even then, I'm not so sure that they won't get that money back, so to speak. Yeah. And I, I don't want that to sound insensitive at all. I, I you know, you and I are pretty unique uh, in the grand scheme of things is that we've you know we've paid attention to this stuff for a long time and this isn't the first time we've seen corrections and uh recessions and and stuff that just normally freaks people out and we've got a decent perspective on that and we've we've seen what happens during we've seen what happens after and you know we're okay we've probably got a little bit higher risk tolerance than most people and so this doesn't uh doesn't concern me i, I mean Frankly, I I look at it as oh great, I'm still making my 401k contributions. I'm going to start buying these investments at a cheaper price, and that's going to benefit me in the long run. I'm not going to need this money for another, you know, 20 years or so. And you know, that's it's just not at the top of my mind. It's frankly, it's not the last time that we're going to face a correction or a recession between now and the time I retire either. So, um, will my investment style change as I get older? Absolutely, and it should. Uh, just like anybody else that's out there, if, if you are, um, you know, in your twenties or thirties, man, this is a blip on the screen. And if, 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 uh, if you are seriously questioning your, uh, tolerance for swings like this, then, then we can talk about that. If, you know, sign up for a money and, and call and we can talk about risk tolerance and maybe how you should structure your investments or, uh, what you should consider when you're structuring your investments. Um, if you're older, um, Man, if this isn't just a call to work with a great trained professional, I don't know what is because emotions will absolutely destroy a portfolio and a future if you're not careful. And you need somebody there to hold your hand sometimes if you're that type of person and keep you from doing something that's potentially tragic that you've worked so hard for. You know, the thing I care about more than anything in this regard, other than people's safety and, and, and health. I think as we, we talk about our own personal lives, was this third category is the economy at large. 
I, I think we're already seeing this is going to slow down the economy quite a bit. And I think that impacts jobs. I think that impacts people's stability. I know the stock market is sort of the leading indicator to that. And so in this situation, so where are you in a one scale of, a scale of one to 10 worrying about the economy at large as it relates to this coronavirus thing? Um, I, I think you phrased it pretty much what I, I'm more concerned with the people um, than, than anything else. I, I think this is a, um, almost like a biological correction rather than a financial correction at, at this point. Uh, wait, 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 we're biological correction. Were we just taking out the old people? Is that what you're saying? No, no. <laughs> I'm just putting those words in your mouth. Yes, you are. Um, yeah. Wasn't there a book about that? I don't know. So I, I think there was a Dan Brown book, isn't it? It might be. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm concerned for folks and, and what this may bring upon them. So I, you know, maybe somewhere in the three to five range, uh, but I, you know, I, I don't know how long this is going to last. I mean, if, if, if things get turned around, things could run right back just as quick as, as they went down, uh, because it, this isn't being caused by some underlying financial issue. This is all, uh, virus based at this point. You know, predictions are not helpful, but I do have some predictions here. I really do think that the virus is going to become a really big deal. I do think a high percentage of people will contract it, although I do not believe it will be fatal to the levels that it is now. Mm-hmm. I just think that by the nature of how those things happen, from from what I've read, I'm not an expert, I think that's going to be a problem. I don't think the stock market's a problem. I do think the economy could be in trouble for a year or so as it looks to recover from this because you're talking about a lot of overseas manufacturing that is just shut down. Um, that then feeds the machine that is the American economy. Uh, so that's slightly worrisome to me. Yeah. Uh, you know, if we can't get the parts to manufacture our stuff, then that's going to have a ripple effect. All right, Dave, let's do this after the break. I, I got a uh, email from a USA Today column, read it, and then was like, hey, I'm going to email that guy. So we did. Didn't know that my voice would sound like this this week. All right, so we'll do all that next right here on the Pete the Planner Show. If you want to email us, do so. Ask Pete at PeteThePlanner.com. That's ask Pete at PeteThePlanner.com. I will answer your email with a sore throat. I don't even know what that means. All right, Dave, you ready for this next segment? Yes, I am. It's next right here on the Pete the Planner Show. Back on the Pete the Planner Show, the I need a better throat health plan edition of the show. Uh, Dame, I'm drinking a tea called throat coat right now. (laughs) All right. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, This question is uh, subject line USA Today from a guy named Donald. Good morning. I saw your article in USA Today this morning. Here's the thing, Dame. I don't know which one. And so I have no context at this point. I'm going to be 53 this April and have 4K in my 401K. Not anymore. (laughs) I'm sorry. That's poor. I suffered a bad slip and fall in 2015. See, now. Way to go, Pete. I should have read ahead. Way to go. Because now I seem really insensitive. Donald, I'm sorry you've been through this. And I'm sorry I made a joke about your 401K being lower. And I've been in disability through my company. Oh, boy. I'm a flight attendant. I'm returning to work in April of this year. So that's good news. Uh, 
through the past five years, I've had to dip into my 401k and savings to make ends meet, hence the $4,000. Oh, man. Damn, I really should have read this ahead. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. I am so insensitive. I have $30,000 in savings. I want to buy a house at some point. I was forced to sell mine in 2017 due to my income. As of this year, I make $68 an hour and can fly as much as I want, say 140 hours a month. I don't know where to start to get my financial life back on track. If you could suggest a few things, I would greatly appreciate it. Many thanks. My best, Donald. That's a rough situation. I mean, he's starting over, Dame. Yeah. At 53. Yep. Yeah, totally. He's at one of the major airlines. He put it in here. I just didn't want to say it, you know. Sure, be sensitive. <laughs> what what do you where do you begin here? I mean, his story is not unique in the sense that someone has a medical situation and they have to just do what they can to survive financially and medically and then rebuild. So where do you begin on this team? I mean, you go. Uh first I'm really glad that Don has um you know accepted that that, that he's in a pinch here I, so he, he's got a, a clear frame of view and he knows that there's going to be some work to do going forward it seems like he's willing to do uh, what it's going to take to uh, hopefully get to a reasonably comfortable spot uh, in the future so good on you don nice uh, the next thing i would do um said he was a flight attendant i remember, i believe is what you said that is correct and he can fly as much as he wants if, if i uh, caught that part as well that to me means there's going to be a lot of time on the road. Uh, so there's a chance uh, that, you know, maybe his uh, expenses. Oh, what do you think expenses are going to be for somebody who travels as a flight attendant a lot? Uh, well, higher than normal, should... lower than normal? I'd say lower than normal. I feel like we should ask our coworker who is in a relationship with a flight attendant. Yeah, that would have, you know, if you would have read this ahead of time, we would have, you know, not insulted the poor man and uh, uh, been able to have some some uh, insight as to a uh, flight attendant life. That would have I been fantastic. I was on my deathbed yesterday, Dave. Oh, well, that's right. I forgot. Man, I woke up at 4 a.m. yesterday and, and just emailed everyone on my calendar and I was like, you do not want this. <laughs> I don't. You were. I, I don't really cancel meetings. That's not my thing. But I always wonder when I do if anyone thinks I'm faking it just because I don't want to meet with them. Do you think anyone thinks? No, that? I, no. I think it's because you don't normally cancel meetings. You, you're a trooper and you you make it work. But uh, when you said you were staying home, I figured well, it had to be pretty serious. I have another radio interview today because of Hey Money that we're you know sort of a little bit of a media tour, and then I've got to speak three times at an elementary school this afternoon for career day. My vo- and we have to do an hour worth of videos after this show. Dame, I'm I'm not going to have a voice come two o'clock. You're not going to make it past lunch. I'm sweating right now. I probably have something that I'm going to infect the entire planet. Um, you know, I, if I were a parent at the school you're going to be talking to, oh my I, God, I, I would be think thr- about that. I would be thrilled that you're coming in to talk to my kids. What today. if I wore a mask? Then you would give kids nightmares, well, additional nightmares. My in-laws are down in uh, the Bradenton, Florida area right now, uh, and that's where they they are. What do they call the snowbirds? Yes. Right. You cannot find a surgical mask in Bradenton slash Tampa, Florida, right now. Really. They went to look for one or two, I guess. <laughs> don't want to share it, really. And uh, couldn't find it. Like, they're they're sold out. 
Wow. What's Donald do here? All right. You so, know, I, look, I mean, I, I'm I'll be honest. This is exactly why we created Hey Money. Mm-hmm. Because it's just, it's some pretty intense problem solving that requires a plan to then work the plan. Like, we have to know, you know, if he can work all that he, all, all that he wants, mm-hmm. how can we use that opportunity, which is a great opportunity, to rebuild stability on a short, mid, and long-term basis? Because his retirement is a disaster right now. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think... um the first step is going to be controlling expenses uh, for the foreseeable future, for sure. Um, him being able to work as much as he wants and making a, a very nice hourly wage, um, that's that's a six-figure income. And so hopefully, if the expenses can be controlled, that means that he can start stashing a bunch of money towards retirement or uh, uh, whatever else he may need to pay off if there are lingering medical bills or anything of that nature, get those handled and free up even some more cash flow. So um, obviously, I'm sure there are some some wrinkles in there that, that we would have to talk through individually. But um, you know, he's he's 53. I know that seems like retirement's just over the hill uh, or a few hills uh, from here. However, uh, he still has some time and he has an opportunity. He's making a good income. And if the expenses can be controlled, I believe Don can make some really impressive headway in the time that he's got remaining before retirement. Don't you think that his desire to be a homeowner at this point is a massive distraction? Oh, sure. Yeah, you've got other issues uh, to, to deal with prior to becoming a homeowner. I mean, I, you and I have talked. We, we like homeownership for a lot of people. Um, somebody in this situation, though, um, you know, we're talking about getting to retirement at some point. And you know, you can you can own a home, you can rent a home. There's all sorts of ways you can do it. And you know, being a homeowner at this point, chances are you're not going to have that home paid off before retirement or shortly after you retire anyway. So um, let's focus on building up some assets for retirement first. And then if we do an extremely good job, then we can talk about maybe becoming a a homeowner down the road. I agree. I, but you just agreed with me agreeing. So, you know, I don't even know how that works. The circle of agreeing. You know, this, these situations, I find people in their fifties, everyone thinks that your financial life just gets better as you get older. And I don't know. Our email does not support that idea. Cause I always feel like it's people in their fifties that are hitting these major bumps with, and we can't go, that's all right, time will fix it. Time won't fix it. An amazing plan is the only thing that's going to fix it. Fortunately, he's got the income to do it. Damn, a lot of times when we're getting these, there is not the income to support the strategy. And, and, and I mean, that's, that's the biggest problem there. But Donald here, he's got a chance. It sounds like Donald, Don, if, if I'm reading correctly or listening correctly, I guess, I don't think he mentioned family, did he? Or as far as no, uh, other responsibilities so. at home, I think he's... A single gentleman who's uh, been recovering from a, uh, an injury, but able to go back to work, and has the opportunity to uh, make changes that will affect only him. So it comes down to uh, does does this fit into what he wants to do without having to consider is this going to impact a, a spouse or a, a significant other or any children or anything of that nature. Um, he is the captain of his plane and he can he can decide oh. where he wants to go and how he wants Boo. to do it. i know Boo. what <laughs> what is this what are you doing oh damn 
anyway, he's read he read in USA Today, which means he some passenger just left it in a seat. Exactly. Yeah. And he just picked it up, and you never know where that person's been. Oh my god! This, the whole show ties together today. Mm-hmm. That'd be a first. All right. Uh, coming up after the break, you have a question that you're going to go through. Uh, this is the Pete the Planner Show. I'm Pete the Planner. Back on the Pete the Planner show, the man, he sounds sick edition of the show. Damian Dunn is not sick that we know of is in northern Indiana at his studio today. Uh, Dame, you're going to read a question. I mean, are people going to be comfortable with your reading? Because I tend to be reading the questions here. I mean, I'm not the professional reader here, but uh, I I think I can read gooder than than most people. (laughs) Go ahead. All right. Good day, Pete. See, it's starting off on a, a, a good note. I like it. I'm 46 in the military, and I'm about two years away from retirement. Pension will be approximately 101000 American dollars in 2020, an increase each year with inflation. My wife is a teacher and will likely continue to teach. We will have small medical costs thanks to TRICARE. College for two kids is paid for. And we have approximately 700000 in IRAs and TSP. I feel like this guy's bragging at this point. I, I'm, I'm in. I'm like, maybe they want a third person in their relationship because they seem pretty stable. I, maybe he's just uh, sent us an email for a digital high five. I don't know. Have we I done this one before? I don't think so. When did you get it? Um, ask me a tough question. I got it at the end of February. Oh, no, we've not done this. Go ahead. When I retire from the military, I'll most likely continue to work. Considering the pension, the current assets, and the time I have left until I can access the qualified accounts, should I continue to invest in a retirement account at 15% or at all? Or, Mm. or, or, there was just one there. I I added more for emphasis. Hey, Uh, you've learned. Yeah. Uh, Should I start plowing money into paying off a small home we'll purchase after retirement? Thanks, Pete. Hey, you did a good job reading that. Thank you. On a scale of one to ten, I'd put you on that scale, buddy. Thanks. All right. Well, I get to talk first because you read the question. Yeah. So I read the question and I say, "Ah, gosh, that's a great question. What do you think, Pete? You know, hmm. I feel like if he just keeps pumping money towards retirement, he's going to be retirement heavy. And he's not going to be able to tap a lot of these assets uh, elegantly until he's 59 and a half. I would rather him you know, take care of his midterm needs, which are the next 13 years or so. So I would say, yeah, pay off whatever little house he's going to buy or just save some non-qualified money. That That's my gut. What do you think? Uh, depending on you know the expenses that, that they're going to have in retirement. And even not, you know what, I'm going to scratch that. Even you know expenses considered i I think the right approach is probably going to be to continue to save in some way now as he said uh, is the retirement access or the the access to the retirement accounts going to potentially harm his plan well yeah that's why we would be interested in seeing him invest in a non-qualified account or pay off that house ahead of time um said college is already paid for so nice job there um I, mean, I wonder if he's planning on sending his kids through the military to get college paid for. What do you think about that? 
Probably. This guy's a genius. You need guys like this in the military, man. You do. Yeah, you had a, smart. You had a call probably a couple of years ago from a young woman who, or it was a, it was a call or an email. I don't remember, but she was in the military and she was absolutely crushing it. She was, you know, young in her thirties and you know, had a ton of cash already saved. And, uh, I think I remember thinking, man, I wonder if she's got any siblings I could introduce my friends to or so. I mean, she was amazing. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a call. It was on the million dollar plan. I remember it. Yeah. She was killing it. Yeah. So a nice, uh, she goes to show you people in the military can set themselves up very, very well in the long run. It's more about mindset than anything else. So, uh, we'll call this, uh, this person. He didn't tell me whether or not he wanted to, uh, use the name, but so we'll, we'll call him Jason. Uh, I, I think Jason's got, uh, got a lot of advantages here. And so the way we would want to him to tweak his, his plan going forward is to not absorb that 15% into his lifestyle between now and then. Not yeah, that, that would I, be bad. Well, I, I, I think, I think what he's already done could potentially even support it. However, I wouldn't want to risk it. Use that 15% for something that's going to benefit you in the long run, uh, paying off that house, investing in a non-qualified account, um, even donating it to charity, I, I think, because there's a value. There, no, there is a value to being uh, charitable with your money. I think you and I would both agree that uh, if you can be involved in your community, whether that's through time or finances, it adds that little extra wrinkle to your life or that little extra something to your life where you can walk around uh, feeling good about what you're doing on top of everything else. Have you never considered that making a, 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 Significant charitable contribution is an important part of your life, Pete. Of course, I have. Oh. Now I'm whispering. Oh, yeah, that, I'm glad you're doing the heavy lifting today. That's that's going to go over real well. Whispering, Pete. Whisper. Hey, you know what I hate is like I, I'm. You know, I got to have my voice because I talk for a living. Then you read online like, don't whisper; it hurts your voice. I'm like, how? It feels so much better. How does whispering hurt your voice? Hey, this doesn't hurt at all. You know what whispering I mean? Hurts, whispering hurts your voice more than talking? Yes. Really? Which doesn't make sense. I think it's one of those things. It's like, well, if on a hot day, soup will cool you down. It's like, no, it won't. No, it won't. I'm going to have to see some research on that. I'll tell you, there's factions of people in this world that drive me bonkers. The soup will cool you down people are at the top of the list. I've never heard that either. That's oh, obnoxious, isn't it? It is incredibly obnoxious. You know, uh, it's 100 degrees out, but, you know, get some hot soup. It'll cool you down. What? There's no way. That was, so, is coffee the same thing? Drinking coffee would, would cool you down? You get past 77 degrees. I'm an iced coffee fella. Uh, you don't drink coffee, so this needs I mean, nothing no, to you. Not at all. So, I mean, this guy, who's the guy, Jason? Is that what Jason, you're calling him? Jason. Here? Jason, yeah. Thank you for your service. Uh, I think, yeah, man. I wouldn't pay attention to retirement at all because the pension and then the 700,000 in, in retirement funds, which by 66 theoretically should be $2.8 million. Yeah. I mean, he could theoretically uh, make sure that he's got some cash set aside to buy a new car or two before retirement to have that expense taken care of for the foreseeable future. Um, man, there's all, all sorts of ways that you could use that 15% that he is dedicating towards retirement right now. Um, in a positive way, you know, continue to grow your asset base, 
take care of some expenses that you won't have to worry about in retirement, whether that's housing, whether that's transportation, um, you know, just start pre-funding a whole bunch of things ahead of time and really just glide into retirement and not have to worry about a bunch of stuff that, that most of us normal people do. You know how Michael Jordan in the playoffs against the Blazers, this was the NBA finals, uh, like had the flu, mm-hmm. but then played amazing because he was able to focus more on playing hard. Yeah. And it was like legendary. I was hoping that would be my effort today. Like I'm sick. I come to the show and I'm like, I just deliver. And we get done with the show and you send me a handwritten note. It's like, man, that was inspiring. It changed my life. I don't think we're heading down that path, Dame. I could send you a handwritten note if you want me to. I'm not sure it's going to say what you were hoping it's going to say. Do you think Jason has fashion camo? When you leave the military and you wear camo, is it fashion camo at that point or is it just because you don't want to buy new clothes? How does that work? I think when you leave the military, you don't want anything to do with camo. Is that true? I don't know. I'm just guessing. I mean, if you had to wear it for the better part of your life, I mean, how do, he's 46. And if he's going to retire, he's been in at least you know 18 years at this point. That's almost half his life that he's been wearing camo of some sort. I, I would imagine that you're ready to branch out into some other things of clothing. Yeah, but then everyone will be able to see him for the first time. Well, you know, people will get to know him finally. Yeah, they're like, oh, oh, I didn't even know you were here. Yeah, I've been here the whole time. The whole time. He's wearing camo. So you couldn't tell. Yeah. Dame, um, coming up after the break, we're going to do a couple things. There's this new way to buy a house. It's a current event. And so we're going to talk about it because it's current and it's an event. And it's it, it's a weird startup. I'll read the story to you. It makes no sense to me whatsoever. Uh, so we'll do that. There's some public loan student public. I do this every time. Public service student loan forgiveness changes that we'll talk about and more. Of course, the biggest waste of money of the week. Go to callheymoney.com, offer code radio for a discount on callheymoney.com. That's our our new service uh, to help you solve your financial problems. I'm Pete the Planner. This is the Pete the Planner Show. This week's biggest waste of money of the week right here on the Pete the Planner Show is... Dave, my voice actually sounded normal right there. Yeah, the is was was right on. Yeah, I had to back off. Dame, uh, the covert coin. Hollow spy coins have been around since the days of the Cold War. Now you can secretly carry troves of important data with these covert coins. Available in U.S. quarter and a 50... 0.5 euro. I don't know. I don't Do they say 50 cent euro? Does that make sense? Nobody knows. They're hand machined from real coins to create an interior compartment that's just the right side for a micro SD card. Once closed, they're indistinguishable from regular currency and can't be opened without the included opening device, letting you carry them with regular change for added security. They're $21. Dame, here's the problem. A, I would lose it. B, I would lose the opening tool. I mean, I'm basically taking some of the most important data of my life and just destroying it because I would never be able to keep it secure in the sense that I would know where it's at or I haven't put it in a Coke machine to buy a $9 Dasani water at an amusement park. Yeah, if it's indistinguishable from other coins... A, how do you open it? 
I mean, because coins don't have, you know, well, there's ways. a device. They said it. Yeah. We're listening. But there's got to be some, if there's a device, there's got to oh, be gotcha. some, some way to uh, distinguish it there that it's going to look different from another coin. I mean, I, I'm going to take their word for it. I haven't seen the ad that it looks very similar, but that brings up the bigger problem. If you've got a pocket full of change, which AI hate anyway, right? Um, who's to say, how am I going to know which one to spend? Am I just not going to spend any of the quarters in my pocket? You know, I look, I'll tell you quarters have a little bit of utility in my life. Just small. Like when I go to my daughter's gymnastics meet, yeah, sure. my son wants something. I, I can't tell you the last time a penny nickel or a dime has, has meant anything to me. If the U S economy went coinless, not cashless, but coinless, I'm not sure how we would do that, but if it did, would your life be affected whatsoever? I don't think so. I mean, I, I, I mean, no, I, I can't remember the last time I had a dime and was like, all right, this is exactly what this 10 cents here closes the gap. Like, I don't, I don't, do you, you know what cup, I mean? Just from a, from yeah. a practical spending standpoint. Do you have a cup holder full of change in your car? No, no, I do not anymore. I used to when I use change, but even of toll roads, I use the easy pass, man. Oh. Well, so you're, you're above change is what you're saying in, in any usage whatsoever. I'm, I'm still buying into hope, but I'm not buying into change. The, mm. <laughs> the mm. next biggest waste of money of the week is the triumph and disaster dark moon hydrating cream. <laughs> the beauty of a nighttime moisturizer is it, it'll do all the work while you're fast asleep. Can I get a quick timeout, Dan? Look, I understand that some people put moisturizer on their face at night. I'll tell you one of those who one of those people isn't me. I don't know, putting on moisturizer before I go to do you put on moisturizer? You're a man. Do you put moisturizer on before you go to bed? Just on my beard. Yeah, but you're not putting moisturizer on your face. No, I don't I don't moisturize my beard at night. I do that in the morning. Why would I This is a man's hydrating cream, scientifically engineered with natural ingredients, triumph and disaster dark moon hydrating cream. Will ensure you wake up with vibrant, nourished skin. I don't care. The lightweight formula combines swamp maple bark. What are we doing? Swamp, s- yeah, swamp, swamp maple bark. Okay. Vitamin C heavy cockadoo <laughs> plum <laughs> extract <laughs> and rosemary to boost collagen production, replenish the skin of essential vitamins, and deliver an intense dose hydration from dust until dawn. It says from dusk until dawn. Shouldn't it be from dusk? Dusk? Yeah. It's that's... $75 for 1.69 ounces. That's not nice. Maybe Mrs. Planner would enjoy it if you put moisturizer on your face at night. I don't want her to smell like maple swamp maple bark. Maybe you do. I don't know. I mean, that that might be up there for one of the biggest, a man's overnight moisturizer might be the biggest waste of money other than the dog running service in Chicago, which was, I believe the first bomb ever like 10 years ago. What if, uh, what if this was, uh, had some, some SPF protection to it? Uh, would you're you sleeping? Uh, you're not sleeping in the sun. Well, yeah, I'm sure it works if you put it on in the morning too. I mean, it's not, you know, time dependent. It's overnight moisturizer, Dame. Don't overcomplicate this. Dame, okay. So I'm going to try to read this story if I can find it. This is the one people aren't getting mortgages anymore. They're using this new service. It's called something. 
You want to hear about it? Yeah. It's called Unison. All right. Here's how it works. Okay. According to this scenario calculator on Unison's website, a home buyer fairly splitting with the company a 20% down payment on a $500,000 home could save nearly $500 a month for a 30-year mortgage with a 4.125 interest rate. So they help you buy a home, but they loan you the down payment. But but somehow, some way, that saves you money Wait, so by you... borrowing your down payment. It's called co-investing in mortgage down payments. Uh, Does that make any sense to you? Not really. I mean, so, do you when you sell the house in the future, do you have to turn around and give them part of the part of the the equity that you built up? Because they've know. they've essentially got ownership in your house at that point. I think the last thing we need is to have I don't want to say new ways to deal with the mortgage process, but to borrow your down payment sounds extra risky to me. Yeah, I mean, it's the repayment terms. I guess, yeah, the the it would, more information would have been fantastic here. So you know, this is all subject to us just talking about something we have absolutely no idea about, which is yeah, my specialty. A, a lot of the show. Um, I guess it depends to how. What's the repayment? I, I mean, is it just a monthly payment? Is it something that gets paid back at the end of? Uh, uh, you know, when you sell the house and what happens if you don't sell the house, how do they get their money back? I, this would have been great to do some research on nice job. Thanks. Gold star Gale put it in the queue and I didn't read it. This is what happens, man. Gale, this is what happens. I'm you sick. are not, you're not going to tarnish Gail's name by. No, us. I didn't deliver. She did her job. Thanks Gail. So uh, student loan forgiveness, public service, loan forgiveness, I should say, is uh, a really hot topic because there are people who are in public service type careers and they can get their loans forgiven, their student loans forgiven if they follow this crazy set of steps, right? And there's some very important rules, but now there's been some changes. And one of the changes, Dame, uh, inv involves the Department of Education is permitting in limited cases, borrowers to request that payments made on FFEL loans, that's easy to think about, the wrong type of federal loans. Mm -hmm. uh, so so there's the right type of federal loans, apparently, when you have these uh, public mm -hmm. service student loan forgiveness, and then there's the wrong type. What they're saying is, in some cases, making payments to the wrong type of loans can be counted toward your 120 payments to, to satisfy the requirement for public service student loan forgiveness. However, this appears to be on a case-by-case -case basis which is a disaster, Damien, because if you're going to have a policy and change and say, oh, well, actually, we may include loans that you shouldn't include, include but it's on a case-by-case -case basis, what are the chances that goes well, buddy? Uh, you know who's enjoying this right now? Attorneys. Uh, attorneys. Well, Kristen, for sure, but attorneys who can say, uh, now we're just going to sue and I'm going to get paid to make sure that this works, or at least just get paid. This might be the worst to current event stories we've ever done on the show right after the best bomb because of my lack of preparation. I would like to apologize to everybody. Yeah. All right. Coming up next week, I'll have my voice back. Hopefully go to callheymoney.com. Check out our new service. Hey money. It's at callheymoney.com. Use offer code radio 
Let's dig into your financial life. It's 20 bucks a month. It's less than that if you have the discount code. It's any good vibes because good vibes are all that's in the budget. I'm Pete the Planner, and this is the Pete the Planner Show. Thank you.